And let's get ready to pod here on 99 Pod. It's going down today on this beloved hump day, okay? Hump, hump, hump it up, okay? We're going to pump, pump, pump it up in here, all right? Because it's going down, I swear. All right, man, there's a lot of things going on in the sports world right now that we got to, you know, debate. You know, we talking NFL. We talking NBA. We are talking Fred and Zay. We are talking Lil who didn't come to play, okay? Make sure you jot that down because it's going down. You know the flow, okay? I give my take and then I bait, okay? Make no mistake. We got a lot on our plate, so we might as well get to eating. And speaking of eating, I hope everybody is enjoying their little leftovers. If we do have Thanksgiving leftovers, you know, still, you know, I know I finished that about a day ago, you know, but uh, listen, man, it's going down this show right now. So make sure y'all like and subscribe to the channel because it's going down. We are on other platforms as well. We are talking Spotify. We are talking Apple. We are talking iHeartMedia. We are talking social media. So make sure you lock us in. And before we proceed to give you what you need, I got my co-host on this show right now, locked and loaded. I'm going to begin with my guy, Zay. Zay, what's the vibes looking like? Hey, man, you know it's always a good vibe over here. Things are great in the middle of the week. NBA in-season tournament concluded. We have the eight teams that will be going to the quarterfinals to then see who goes to Vegas. Uh, great time. NFL is in full swing, of course. Tom Brady got some hot takes even post-season, post-career. He's always, uh, always in the news somehow, some way. And it's an amazing thing to see. And I can't wait to talk more about it in a few. But before all of that, we have to talk to the system, Freddie System himself. How you doing today? Well, you already know the pretty system, systematic. Uh, listen, when we got the football season, it's crazy right now. We're going to get it in. Uh, like you said, it was great holidays, great food, great football, great talk, great upsets. And I'm ready to talk about that. Let's get it in. And we might as well begin in the sport of the NFL. As you all know, those who watch the sloppy Monday night football game, you know, Justin Fields, he led the Bears on a game-winning drive to upset the Vikings on the road. How much does Justin Fields' game-winning drive factor into his evaluation? And there, there's a follow-up question. We could attack two birds with one stone here. Should the Bears still opt to draft Caleb Williams? Caleb Williams, okay? And um, Zayda, Mike, is yours to kick us off first. Um, You know, it, it's when we talk about Justin Fields, the thing we always um, ridiculed him about was not being able to throw the football accurately, not throwing the football enough, not looking like he wants to be a quarterback in this league. Um, You know, and it's some in his it's games like these we'll be watching as the Vikings, a team that they should have decimated a team when Justin Fields is back, Khalil Herbert's back, DJ Moore is back. Their offense is in full swing. We would think the Bears would go back to how they were dominating before with DJ Moore being able to score um, and Khalil Herbert being able to tackle. Um, the running back duties and it's something like for whatever reason it was just a stinker of a game it was a horrible game Justin Fields and Josh Dobbs I couldn't tell the difference between either of them it didn't look good at all and I think when we evaluate him as a quarterback we have to discuss a lot of his tendencies and that's him for forcing to try to make plays on his feet than with his arm and then his um confidence the lack of it in his arm strength and his arm his accuracy to find his receivers is something that's daunting that should be daunting for the Chicago uh, Bears brass. And maybe that in this draft, they should be looking at Caleb Williams. Um, I do opt that they should take Caleb Williams because you have to bring in a quarterback who wants to throw the football. You have a lot of weapons out there for nobody to be getting the football. Cole Komet been there for a very long time, and his numbers are horrendous since being on the Chicago Bears. DJ Moore is there, his number should be a lot higher with better um quarterback play, a better quarterback on the team. Should be a lot better. Um, Darnell Mooney, he's not the greatest receiver in the world, 
but his numbers should be better than what they are right now. And it's all consequence to the quarterback. Um, they gave it a shot. They opted to not draft a quarterback last year. Uh, this year, they have to look at drafting him because you could you can easily say C.J. Stroud could be on the Chicago Bears team. And we would probably be seeing a lot better team than what this Bears team is today. So for me, I don't think Justin Fields is the guy for this team. And I also believe the Bears should opt to take Caleb Williams in his upcoming draft with the Panthers' number one pick. Kazo. Oof, this is uh... – a wild question um, because sometimes I got to come at the organization and the Bears organization. I don't know if they even equipped to handle a five-star quarterback. I don't think, I don't think they're equipped with the people around them, the coaches around them, the GM around them, the ownership around them, just the culture to handle a talented quarterback and put that quarterback in position to be successful. All right. We can go right to Jalen Hurts who came into this league, not with all the physical attributes, right? But he was put into a an organization who had those pieces around him that can build and help and put him in a position to be successful. They want That's the, the organizational part. But now let's go down to <laughs> Justin Fields. Are you working on your craft? Like, you know what I mean? Like, we got to call him out, too. Are you getting better? You know, I don't see that. And, like, I, I'll go to Jalen Hurts again. That's a dude that worked his butt off. That's a dude that showed leadership. That's a dude that is responsible. That's a dude that's mature. So even for Justin Fields, I got to see you get better. So when we say should this organization go and draft Caleb Williams, yeah, they should. But that ain't good for Caleb Williams. You understand what I'm saying? Because no matter how talented he is, no matter how great you are, if you're not put in a situation to be successful, you're not going to be successful. We can go down to um, who were drafted in the class of Justin Fields, uh, Trevor Lawrence, his first year. Horrible organization. They get a good head coach in there. He looks like they're a formidable football team right now. They look like they can go and make noise in the playoffs right now. you got to be put in position. So this is both. This is the Bears organization from a historical perspective. I don't know when the last time we had a Bears quarterback that was trending to be Pro Bowl or Hall of Famer. I, don't, I can't remember. Okay. And this goes down to Justin Fields himself. Work on your craft. Because I have not seen him get better since he came in the league. And, and and when you look at that from that perspective, they have to go and get off of Justin Field. Like you said, cousin, this is not 1999 anymore. We don't wait around for quarterbacks like we used to back in the day. Okay? Yeah, I know. Uh, what was that? Love? He was on the bench for like three, four years. How did that do? Because he still looked trash to me. Okay? So we don't wait around for quarterbacks for three or four more years no more. You got to produce immediately. And when you don't, you got to get off that train. That's the pretty system. Look, I think game winning drives for Justin Fields is very important to the you know evaluation process because those are the things that you look at. There's a lot of things that you look at. First of all, you look at leadership, you look at you know uh, talent, obviously. Um, how does this quarterback react to pressure? Game winning drives is very important because if these games come down to the full quarter. You have to know that you have a guy with that it factor that you can win a championship with. And the only way you're going to win a championship is if you got a guy who can deliver in the fourth quarter. So I think that drive against the Vikings was a step in the right direction. He had the two fumbles before that. You didn't like to see that. And then he had the game winning drive. So I think that game is really a tough game to really fully know definitively if Justin Fields is your guy. And I think the next games that is on the schedule is going to be very important 
for Justin Fields. Let's keep it a bean. He may be quarterback one today, but he's actually trying out to be quarterback one tomorrow. And I guess based on how this season finishes out, we are going to know that answer in this, that, and the third. Now, I would say this. You know, I think when you look at the draft last year, the Bears had the opportunity to draft guys like Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, AR-15, and clearly from the body of work that we have seen thus far, you may have wanted to draft C.J. Stroud. But what's done is done. Ain't no going back. They doubled down on Justin Fields, right? But instead of them doubling down on him again for the second time, they need to invest in Justin Fields, right? There's a difference. I could double down on you and say, yeah, okay, I'll pass on the quarterback. Hey, i trade the pick. Go ahead, Panthers. Do your thing. I, I could double down on my guy. I, I believe in my guy. I'm showing him confidence by me by passing a quarterback and walking with him. But no, you got to invest in him. Okay, there's a difference. Because when you look at Ryan Pose, who's the GM, he has invested $123 million on defense. All right, they traded for Montez Sweat. They added um, Yannick and Rockway in free agency. They uh, spent almost $84 million on two um inside linebackers and um tj edwards and i forgot the other dude jermaine Edmonds. okay so they spent all that money on defense which is cool you have work to do you want to build a complimentary football team but it's time they invest in offense when you look at offense they only invest 34.7 million that's really half of what they invested on defense i get it they traded for dj moore i get it they drafted the right tackle and donnell Wright to make things right i get it but at the end of the night you want Justin Fields to fly like a kite. You want him to be able to take that next leap. So you got to build around this guy and not just double down or say, I'm off that. Same thing with Caleb Williams. If you were to take Caleb Williams, it's not about doubling down. It's about investing. Me personally, yeah, I would like to reshape the market and reset the quarterback market. And that means moving off of Fields because Fields has one more year. You could pick up the fifth-year option. So you do get next year off before you have to pay him. So I do like the flexibility of having a quarterback on his rookie deal. You get to reset that if you do take a quarterback. However, I said this on the take for 99 weeks back. I hope we remember that because that's where I'm going, okay? When you talk about leadership, leadership is as important as anything. Yeah, you could play ball. You could be the next great thing. You could be the next Patrick Mahomes, but all you a leader. And Cuzzo, you helped fine-tune my take because you talked about how the biz has been dysfunctional since you've been watching football for the most part. For the last, you know, decade and change, they haven't had a 4,000-yard pastor. Pastor, excuse me. They haven't need a pastor too. Somebody need to preach out here, okay? They haven't had, uh, you know, a quarterback that has thrived in that organization. So if you're going to get a guy like Caleb Williams, who already brought up the red flags about his, you know, diverse, you know, personality, you don't want that guy on that team because he's going to be calling out plays. That's not going to end well. One thing about Justin Fields that he did, and I'm going to close here with my first lap after the game, even though he let the game win and drive, he still went out post-game in the locker room and apologized for those fumbles that he had in the fourth quarter. That's showing great character development. That's a guy who I can work with. I can work with that guy. Yeah, he has some things to work on. Clearly, these last couple games is going to be a determining factor. If he's trash, I'm not going to be shooting dice game with him in the locker room and then, you know, double down again. He's going to have to work. But I like the leadership. And as of right now, I'm sticking with Justin Fields and building around Justin Fields so I don't mess up him or Caleb Williams like I did the quarterbacks in the previous years. I will say I will say this, Lil, because um, he did 
mature this season because early in the season he was not showing leadership at all. If we remember correctly, he was actually blaming the coaching staff for the play calling. He was blaming the coaching staff and him missing wide open throws, him missing wide open players. And, you know, he was blaming other people. And this is when Chase Claypool was there, when they had receivers all, all around the field that were getting open, he couldn't find them, which led to Chase Claypool playing so lackadaisical to the point where he got himself fired or let go or traded, however you want to say it, from the Chicago Bears team. So Justin Fields early in the season did not display this level of leadership. He actually was showing the level of immaturity to the well, point we do have where to be fair here. we do have to be fair here. He walked it back immediately. Okay, yeah, so it's I mean, one thing to call pretty- out. It's one thing to subliminally, you know, call out because the media, they tend to, you know, bait you into something. They bait you into clickbaits. That's what the media do. So immediately he toned it down and they were shooting dice the next day. Okay. And, you know, they had that little PR stunt where they hugged it out, you know, in front of the cameras. You know, he got back in track. You know, he got racked back in to, you know, how he needs to be as a quarterback. And he has been trending up ever since. No, I'm you know, just as far saying, as leadership. It, it, he displayed he displayed that that was the level of mature, immaturity he had. He displayed maturity since then. He's been better since then. But we have to remember that moment. When we talk about leadership, it's not about when you're at the high. It's about when things are not going well, what are you showing? Who are you as a character? Your character shows when you're at the lowest. When things are not going well at all, when everything's going wrong, that's when your character shows. So if you're displaying Flip. frustration and you're showing, you're calling out your coaches for you missing throws, you missing open people, that, that just shows who you are as a character. When things are going right, of course you're going to be great. Of course things are going well. Of course you're not going to sit there and, and yell at everyone else and, and call out other people because things are going great. But when things are not going well, like last night, if they would have lost the game, is Justin Fields blaming himself for those fumbles and I got to be better? Or is he saying we need better play calling? We have to see what's happening because it was a 12-10 game. That's a, that's a 60-minute game of bad football. So we have to see what yeah, but he led the game. He led the game winning drive. He could have rolled that, you know, um, dopamine saying that, yo, uh, you know, you know, he didn't have to hold himself accountable for those fumbles because he came back at the end and won the game. He did it. He said, you know what? Yeah, I led the game winning drive, but I'm not going to get high off of that. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to acknowledge where I almost cost my team the game. Now we talking about character and, and this and that. I mean, do we can we address Caleb Williams? Because that guy clearly is a diva. And that was right. evident to me from months ago. So, you know, well, listen, yeah. listen <laughs> he, he is a diva. I, I get it. Right. Mm-hmm. But when you get to the NFL, you get real stiff coaching. You'll be humbled. It's just right. that simple. And right now we got to be Justin Fields should want to leave Chicago. Why would you want to stay there? If I was him, I wouldn't leave. This is an organization do not that produce quarterbacks. They never put people in position to be successful from an offensive perspective. Even when they won the Super Bowl, it's the 85 bids defensively, okay? So we're not talking about a team or organization that helps quarterbacks. They don't. And they ain't not proven it over the past 50 years. So if I was him, I want to leave. You kidding me? If I got talent and I got some belief in myself and I want to have some type of career, take Kato Williams and y'all go and, th- and do that mess. Okay, because they won't put the right coach in around Caleb Williams, and he won't be successful. He just won't. I don't care how much talent you got. Patrick Mahomes could be right there in Chicago. They're not going to be successful, bro. They need successful people in the organization of Pythamus to be successful. So get out of there. If I was him, I want to leave. If you got any talent, be out. I think both the organization and and Justin Fields should want to leave, but I feel like as the Chicago Bears organization, you've seen enough of Justin Fields, and it's getting to the point where how much more can you put around this kid? Because they're they're already trying to to do all they can. You bring in an offensive lineman. You brought in Claypool. There's still more they can do. 
They still I mean, like, for example, they got the number one and number four overall pick as of today. They have their own pick, which will I believe they're in the slot for that with the fourth pick. They also have the number one pick, which is the Panthers pick that they own mm-hmm. from the trade. They could trade that pick and use those assets to put more around fields. And also with that fourth pick, let's be real here. The best player in this draft may not even be Caleb Williams. It may not even be Drake May. It may not even be a quarterback. It may be the wide receiver, Marvin Harrison Jr. And maybe that's a guy that you drive to be the co-star to DJ Moore and build around Justin Fields. They're not done building around Justin Fields. Just because they got him a lineman, they got him a top receiver. Okay, what about two and three? Now, I understand Fields. You know, I think Mooney's a good receiver. Fields obviously has to develop that connection. He missed him on a throw where he threw the ball out of bounds, way out of bounds. He almost got his guy killed. But you can add more to get more. And obviously, there's an element of Fields that got to progress. Right, it can't just be organizational. I'm coming at here. It got to be fields as well. I get it. I'm aware of that. These last couple games is going to determine that my tune could change based on the remaining schedule and how he progresses. But I think the game against the Lions, it was a good game from him coming back from injury. You know, he looked well in that game. I gave him a a, a B, you know, B minus whatever. This game was good in the sense that you got a game winning drive out of that game. Those are steps. But we need to see bigger steps. And I think, you know, he can show us that. But then again, he has to do it. So I'll leave it at that. I don't think right now you should be focused on Caleb Williams. You should be focused on getting the best out of Justin Fields. And then at the end of the year, then we could focus on, okay, maybe Caleb Williams is the guy that we want to go after. Or maybe Justin Fields is the guy we want to build around. Well, I think they should start start from the beginning. Because Justin Fields wasn't Ryan Paul's guy from the beginning with. You know, I think they should just start over and and bring in a quarterback you want. And you play with he he inherited Justin Fields when he got we got the GM of the team if I'm not mistaken. So when you yeah. bring when you come in and you don't got your own quarterback, maybe he wants to bring in his own quarterback and let yeah. him take the blame because the way the offense looks, he's getting a lot of the blame for how the Bears look this year after having the most cap space. So when you if when you're getting that kind of blame, maybe in his mind he's like, all right, well I'm not gonna get the blame for a quarterback I didn't bring in. Let me bring in the quarterback. We have quarterbacks hey. in this draft that are toted as one of the top prospects the top prospect that we ever seen in the NFL. Let me bring him in. And if it don't work, I'll take the blame, but I don't want to keep taking the blame for Justin Fields inability to play the quarterback position, no matter what we say about coaching staff, no, no. anything else. But we, we all know that Justin Fields has the talent. He's seen the arm strength. He's seen the foot speed, but maybe he needs to be in another location so that he could thrive. Because as Freddie said, Chicago is, hasn't been capable of developing a quarterback. And you know, real quick, go ahead, go ahead, real quick. You got to understand something. You're right about that, Zay. They might want to hit the reset button to give themselves more time. What are you going to do with Justin Fields two years from now? If he don't develop in two years, you under the clock, bro. You got two years. Otherwise, you got to make a decision on him long term. If you do the reset button, you give yourself more time to build a team around maybe Caleb Williams. Because right now, Justin Fields, listen, people in his draft class, they either about to go down or up, right? That same draft class, right? They going down or up. And they, the, the, the verdict is out on them. We know what they are right now, okay? We know Trevor Lawrence looks like he could be a guy, but everybody else seems to be tanked out. Ready, ready to get out of here. With Justin Fields, we got to figure that out right now this year. Are we moving forward on hard body? And that means we're going to be planning to pay this man in two years. And if you think he put out enough um, production to get paid like that, I don't see it. So if and that's you're not why to pay that man in two years, then you need to be drafting Caleb Williams. 
and that's why these these next couple games is very very crucial to um the evaluation process when it comes to fields my last point here and then i'm done with this topic is that when you look at caleb williams right because you know clearly by the bears drafting caleb williams it's basically saying i need you to save my franchise i need you to save my franchise right now if you look at usc right and you look at their record they're seven and five okay they're seven and five with caleb williams now everybody's saying the defense this that, and the third okay right but he's not saving that organization right now this year, okay? He was in the Heisman Trophy, you know, candidacy for a minute, and then he dropped. Clearly, he's not even being mentioned, you know, in those conversations no more. How do we expect this guy to go and change the Bears organization that still got work to do as far as bolstering the roster? Now, when you talk about Patrick Mahomes, let's not forget, Patrick Mahomes didn't need to change the Chiefs organization. He came, sat behind Alex Smith for a year, had the best wide receiver in the league in Tyreek Hill, had the best tight end in the league once Grant retired in, in Travis Kelsey, coach that won playoff games with Donovan McNabb and Randall Cobb and this, that, and the third, and he was able to ease into the flow of the organization, and he had everything around him. Caleb Williams is not going to have that. So if he can't be a franchise changer in college, I doubt he could be a franchise changer in the NFL, and that's my last point. You know, I just want to say this one point about Caleb Williams. Um, we've seen him in college play behind an atrocious offensive line. No real star playmakers on the receiving end, running back end. It's Caleb Williams' show. On the Bears, you have DJ Moore. On the Bears, you have Khalil Herbert. On the Bears, you have guys who are open on the field who are separators. But for whatever reason, Justin Fields cannot find them. Caleb Williams is a, is a gunslinger, and you bring him in because he's going to throw the football. He ain't going to oh, I'm going to run the football, I'm going to do this or that. He's going to throw the football, and he has shown his ability to make some accurate passes to, to a depleting offensive line when it just crashes in front of him. I'm not saying he's going to change the Bears organization. He's going to do all these different things, but he's a great stepping stone to changing this ineptitude at quarterback that the Bears have been facing for decades. And Justin Fields, unfortunately, as talented as he is, he is part of the ineptitude of this organization. The last time the Bears had a quarterback who took him to the playoffs was Mitch Trubisky. With all due respect, I heard the same thing with Trevor Lawrence, bro. I understand the reset of the quarterback market, and that's big, but you still are also resetting as a team. Not only are you resetting the quarterback market and the price on the quarterback, right. but you're resetting the team because the team got to, you know, play within his development as well. So, you know, who knows the leap that Justin Fields could take down the stretch, and if he could, you know, take it on to next year, you know, right. he's seen it. He's seen the defenses. He should be there. Real quick, you got. I got a question. You do you think Justin Fields is on the same level from a talent perspective as Trevor Lawrence? Yes, absolutely. Right. That, I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. Then this owner should fire everybody. You understand that? Because why is Trevor Lawrence now look like he's about to win the division? Why was he in a playoff last year? Why they came in the same draft class and Trevor Lawrence got success and you don't? I'm firing everybody. Everybody got to go. And it's crazy because Trevor Lawrence don't even look like the product that was being sold. I mean, he looks like a, a decent quarterback, you know, but he doesn't look like that guy, you know? Right. I got you, but they're winning, though. Yeah. Yeah. Please like and subscribe for all the up-to-date content. We're, we, you've been slinging shows left and right, slinging content left and right. Please don't miss anything. If you do, like, subscribe, leave a comment, or leave a question, something you may want to answer, something you may have. It's, all ideas are great ideas. Nothing's a dumb question. 